hello everyone and welcome to another Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Todd Brown and I'm here as always with Robert Peake. Hello. Our goal in these podcasts is to give you some, some thoughts, some inspiration for getting more out of um, getting more out of your working life, more out of your non-working life, helping you to both maximize your productivity and to uh, reduce stress with the help of the getting things done uh, methodology. And Robert, when you and I were, were talking about what we were going to talk about just before you hit record, uh, something that seemed really timely and would probably be of help to a lot of people is some thinking about now that, you know, for, for some of us, coming out of lockdown after the after the covid um, the covid pandemic is becoming a reality slowly becoming a reality for some people it's it's more of a reality than others and you know it might be a longer road for some of our listeners but we thought we might talk some about um, you know how how to think about your gtd system and your gtd practices uh, as as support for you as you do come out of lockdown and and life starts to return to normal um, what are your thoughts about that? Any any sort of kickoff ideas to get us going? Yeah, you know, I think very broadly we're we're into the theme of uncertainty and how to how to manage stuff that you don't really know ultimately how to manage. But I think there's some GTD basics um, that really help with that. And I think for me, it's a lot around commitments and timing. So uh, in my case. Um, I've been I've been finding a lot of uh, comfort in the during the the kind of lockdown um, era, which we're we're still you know very much in as as we uh, record this, um, in the incubate uh, part of GTD. Right there's the six places that's that uh, basically any stuff, any unclarified things can can end up, uh, and in the not actionable yet category. We have incubate, and for me, uh, it's been really useful to think about um, things that I can't do now, but that I don't want to lose, that I don't want to forget about, that are still important to me, that just aren't really possible right now uh, in the COVID era. Uh, an example is I really didn't didn't quite feel right trying to go get a new passport photo. Um, during uh, during the stay-at-home orders, right? When it was just like, you know, there's there's no photo booth here in my tiny village. Um, it wasn't really quite a stay-at-home thing for me to do. It wasn't absolutely essential because I wasn't going to be traveling anyway. At the same time, it's incredibly important to me. And, and it represents something underlying, which is I really want to go travel and see family when I can again. Um, so having that uh, in a deferred context, and again, there's a couple ways to do that. One uh, is to have something like a someday maybe list, or lately I've been proposing to people actually a a kind of post-lockdown list, right, that you can actually have a very specific list for when things are possible again that aren't possible now. And another is the calendar, right? But but I've been using the calendar, and what I've been finding is that actually uh, dates and deadlines when I thought things would be opening up or or things would be different uh, weren't, right? Things things were more uncertain than I thought. Things haven't gone always to plan, um, and so having a place to put all that stuff um, has been really has been really useful to me. Just to go, okay, it is a commitment, but it's not a commitment I can act on now but I'm not going to lose it. I'm not going to lose it. And therefore my brain doesn't have to keep cycling around with all of these, oh, can't do that. Oh, can't do that. Oh, can't do that. Uh, you know, kind of kind of thoughts, which are, are just 
really unhelpful and, and frankly kind of depressing. The more you think about what you want to do but can't, I think the harder lockdown feels. So that was one for me that was that was kind of a revelation is that I'm going to be going back to that post-lockdown list um, as things gradually ease and during my weekly reviews looking at that and going, okay, that's that's now possible. What's my next action? What do I want to do with that? So that's been one for me. What what about you? As you think about as you think about um, let's just say the greater possibility of a range of activities in your life that you haven't had, whether it's you know lock coming out of lockdown or this could I think maybe even apply to to other circumstances where people are going into a busy phase or going into a different phase of what's possible. What do you think about it? What do you rely on in your GTD system to help you? when you know things are maybe going to start to speed up or ease or come out of hibernation. Yeah. I, I love what you've already suggested, this idea of a, of a, a post lockdown list. Um, and I'm thinking about the way uh, that, that we've created that here. And, and I sat down with, uh, with Debbie, with my wife, and we did it really as kind of a brainstorm. Right. And it was, it was actually a lot of fun. It was, it was almost kind of, you know, cathartic. It was really interesting to sit down and just put ourselves in a mental space that said, okay, you know, we believe that lockdown will end and, and here are all of the things that we would like to do. And even just externalizing all of those ideas and coming up with that, that list together as a, as, as a couple was, was wonderful. It was really, really good, uh, good experience. So that's something I can highly recommend, you know, co- co-generate a list like that, if you'd like, with your, with your nearest and dearest. Um, you know, get on a, even if you can't meet up with people, get on, get, get on a, a, a Zoom call or a WebEx call or whatever your, uh, your, your uh, tool of choice is and just have that conversation. What are all the things we're going to do after lockdown eases? Um, so I like that a lot. I mean, I think when I think about my own system and how it, how I think about it, supporting, uh, supporting life after lockdown, I think, you know, it's interesting as I, as I uh, look at the contents of my system, one of the things that's really clear is that some of the lists that have gotten basically no attention at all over the last, you know, year plus um, are going to get a lot more attention, right? So the, the, the good old at office list, which is part of my, part of my system has really been, been empty for a long time for obviously, you know, for, for, for good reasons. Um, and so that's going to get some more, uh, some more energy, but, but, you know, it's interesting as, as I've been seeing in the news over the last while, a lot of very large corporations have started to set people's expectations that the new normal will look more like a mix for, for a lot of people, right? We won't all be in the office all the time. We will be, again, many of us, not all of us, um, will be, um, you know, splitting time between home and the office. And I think that's going to provide us with some, um, you know, some, uh, some interesting challenges. Uh, I think it's one of the reasons that our work, you know, and I think about uh, how busy we've been over the last year or so. I think one of the reasons that, you know, that, that we've been so, so relevant is because GTD provides us with ways to, uh, to help fr- frameworks for thinking about how all of this can be made uh, you know how the transition can be made um, as as seamless and friction free as possible. Um, other than that, I think you know uh, being uh, you, you talked about commitments earlier. I think 
uh, a regular review of not just not just what we call projects, right? These more than one step outcomes that that uh, we're going to make happen in the next twelve months or so, and that we typically look at. You know, we we talk a lot about how hey, it's a really good idea to look at that at least once a week. We suggest as part of your weekly review, go through that projects list, to give yourself that kind of higher perspective on things, but also looking um, looking a level higher in what we call the horizons of focus model and thinking about your ongoing responsibilities, right? And then your, your areas of focus, as we call them. And what, what I think has been interesting, again, I've been doing a lot of coaching, um, you know, almost all of it virtually, uh, but, but this these conversations have come up over and over again. People, um, you know, one of the wonderful things I think about the areas of focus is that by externalizing those and then making clear what are my ongoing commitments to people and my the roles that I have and and, and what's what's interesting is I think for a lot of for a lot of uh, the, the the coaching clients that I've been working with, it, thinking about those areas of focus has has brought them some some renewed. Uh, some renewed and more helpful thinking about the balance that they have in their lives. So in other words, which of those areas of focus in my life have been in lockdown, getting too little attention, which might have been getting maybe too much attention and how, as I come out of lockdown, am I going to be, um, am I going to be sort of reallocating focus uh, to make sure that everything is in, you know, is in, is in harmony. So those are some thoughts. What, what, What do you reckon? Yeah, no, I think that's really great. And I think, um, yeah, you mentioned I think a lot of important important things here. The 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 new normal being hybrid hybrid working, I think, is is an interesting uh challenge because I think when we all sort of started in lockdown and working from home and so forth, things kind of slowed down and expectations, I think, um, to some extent, hopefully, in those more more humane and benevolent organizations, were were somewhat lowered. Right? It was like, look, you know, we're we're getting through this in the early phases, but as we come out of getting through this, as things get faster, ex- expectations may increase. Um, the 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 need for creating focus in a home working environment is only gonna gonna go up. Really, you know, as as um, as stuff gets faster. Um, but we're not on sort of pause. There's not this sense of okay, we're on pause mode. We're we're just kind of coping. It's like no, now, now we need to quote unquote get back to it. And when you talk about the higher horizons, that to me is one of the the biggest places where I think uh, focus can come, both professionally in terms of okay, you know what what are what are the areas of focus you know in the in the organization that I need to look after what are the company goals that are are pulling us toward um, you know our our expectations for revenue or for growth or all of those kinds of things but also as as you say personally as well and um, I do feel like this has been for for me certainly I'll say um, a time of of reflection. Uh, a time of sort of getting getting more in touch with kind of what really matters in life, what makes life rich and and interesting and meaningful. A, an opportunity to slow down and really revisit that. Mm-hmm. So so in addition to areas of focus, I would say kind of goals and vision. You know, where do you want to head? You know, where do you want to be several years from now? You know, what what do you want to look back on this time as being having been about for you? And purpose and values as well. I mean that those those real the, the big why. I think is something that um, some 
some of us, certainly me, have had time enough and space enough to some extent to to start to to think about. And I think that if this is a kind of quiet before the storm, if this is a kind of time when we're going to be start ramping, starting to ramp up from here, uh, it's a great time to look at those. You know, for me, um, I certainly I certainly recognize that quiet is a value for me. <laughs> having mm-hmm. quiet, having space, psychological space, and quiet, a sense of quiet. Just as a you know practical example, the planes overhead have have, have stopped. The traffic in the street has decreased. Um, and so finding ways to create that, to create space and create quiet and to align maybe that just a little bit more with my values in that way, even as um, as maybe expectations are increasing, the, the rate of activity is increasing, the rate of transactions are increasing, all of these kinds of things. Um, finding, finding a way to do that. And, and the simplest way is A, to acknowledge it. And B to regularly review it. That's that's what I find with with the horizons of focus. They exist, you know. Our values exist, but if we're looking at them once a year, once a quarter, as we do at Next Action Associates, right? We look at our values and our our purpose mm-hmm. to refresh and remind ourselves, um, to inspire ourselves. Frankly, you know, if you've if you had a if you had a, a difficult or challenging situation to overcome, getting back in touch with. Um, how much the work we do matters to clients, how much you know we uh, believe in the kind of company culture we've created really really can can be a huge boost. And as we know, you know energy isn't just about you know food and air and rest. it's also about motivation. So so having that motivation, motivating yourself toward maybe a slightly a slightly better future using this as a kind of inflection point, I think. Um, it's certainly something I'm challenging myself myself to do as we as we look toward the easing of restrictions and the increase in activity. So I thought that was a great a great nod to the higher horizons for sure as a way to make focus. What yeah. what else do you do you kind of do and and think about when you think about we're going to get we're going to get busy or or things are things are going to change. Yeah, you know, just as you were talking about it and and I love what you were saying about, you know, your own your own realization about what's important in life. And I think that's absolutely been my experience of the last week, you know, valuing, valuing the things which are important to me in life and figuring out what those are um, has been, has been an, uh, uh, a benefit of all of this, right? I mean, in, in a time which has not had for many people a lot of benefits, that's one thing that I can look back and say that's been quite helpful. But but it's it's funny as you were talking about that, I was thinking, uh, I was thinking in particular about one coaching client who is run off his feet. He is absolutely run off his feet. He's in an industry which has um, which has become much, much, much busier as a result of, of COVID. And so he's already in this state of how do I, you know, how do I just deal with all of this? How in the world can I possibly handle all the things that, that have been going on? During the period of lockdown, they have grown by five times, if you can imagine, right? So, um, so not everybody, um, and by the way, he is one of these people who, you know, I think it's funny. I think sometimes about the conversations that you and I have, and of course, we, we bring our own experience to this, right? And our own personalities and our, and our own, which is, which is important. And, and I'm also aware that, um, you know, that, that uh, as ambitious as you and I are about being successful in the work that we do, there are also people that we know who are just on a mission to, uh, you know, to take over the world, right? And, and this, this client is one of those people. 
Um, and he's absolutely focused on, okay, how can I, how, you know, he knows where he wants to go. He's got a very clear vision for where he needs to go, for where the organization needs to go. And he's all about, okay, how do I get sources of friction out of my life? How do I make sure I make progress in the right directions? How do I bring everybody along with me? Um, you know, it's, it's, and, and I, and I really enjoy working with him, right? Because it's, it's a, um, it, it's just a, a reminder to me that, you know, we talk about the benefits of GTD. We talk about the fact that it relieves stress. We talk about the fact that it keeps your head clear. We talk about the fact that it enables you to come the end of the day, the end of the week to shut off and say, I really don't want to be distracted. Thank you very much by my thoughts about being productive. But at the same time, you know, let's not forget GTD is also about helping us to make the, you know, as, as much progress as we want to make right? And be, be as effective and as efficient as we want to be. Um, and that, that just occurred to me, you know, it's, it's uh, in some ways, it's one of the wonderful things about this work. You know, if you've got somebody, um, I'm thinking again about another coaching client who after working, working together, he decided that he could do this very, very large job at the end, huge job, big, big organization, lots of responsibility, huge budget. He said, I can do this in three days a week, right? After that, right? Um, and, and he was quite happy with that, right? Got into other things, got into, I might've mentioned him in one of our previous podcasts, you know, got into, got into the, the, the arts and, you know, became an author and all kinds of things. Um, whereas other people, you know, you free up eight hours and they're like, okay, how can I use those eight, those eight hours to go and get more done in the professional realm? Right. Um, and, and we've got the, uh, we've got the secret sauce <laughs> that somehow, <laughs> that somehow enables all of that. So as, as, um, so I guess what I'm saying is so some people virtually at least are already out of lockdown. <laughs> and they're and they're going to be uh, and they will be joined, I suppose, by quite a quite a few of us as time goes by. Um, in that uh, in in that world where you know the demands are huge and there's and there's just lots to lots to be dealt with. Absolutely right. Yeah. No. And I think it's an important point to make that really I think what we're talking about here is capitalizing on opportunity, right? And some for some people, this you know huge shift in market dynamics that's gone on, you know, as people, as human behavior and consumer behavior has radically and suddenly changed, has been an, has been an opportunity or they're in a field that's absolutely, you know, necessary, right? You know, I'm thinking distribution of, of uh, medical supplies right now and this kind of thing, you know, is, is absolutely, I'm sure, uh, I'm not surprised at 5X or more uh, in, in terms of, of growth in those areas. There's this massive shift that's happened and and GTD absolutely lets you capitalize on opportunity because so much of capitalizing on opportunity is knowing what to say no to right i mean we're just in an era where there's there's more to do than can be done uh, david was saying that 20 plus years ago that there's more to do than can be done and now we have a generation of of natives to that to that idea right you know people that are that are being born in an era where from from day one there there are more i don't know brands of you know pacifiers and bottles and play toys and whatever than they could ever possibly consume um you know and it just goes on from there right they're on screens you know pretty early on with more apps and more children's programming than they could ever watch and whatever so 
saying no is one of the biggest, I think, skills of the 21st century, frankly, mm. you know, being willing to face the the fear of missing out with confidence that you're, you are going to miss out on things. You are going to say no to things in order to say yes to, in some cases, you know, uh, the, the kind of things that will help you sort of take over the world or, or make a, make a, this kind of level of success that you want in, in your life for, in terms of what that means to you. Um, and that GTD can also help you capitalize an opportunity without kind of losing sight of what what matters most to you, right? You know that that kind of thing where I mean, you know, S- Steve Jobs had someone write his biography so his kids would know who he is, right? <laughs> it's like you know, there's there there's sacrifices to be made, and just how many kind of do you want to make? And I think one of the messages with GTD is when you have a really clear project list, it really comes down to the mechanics of that—a clear, straightforward project list that marries up to goals, that marries up to vision, that's in alignment with your sense of purpose, where you're maintaining the various areas of focus you need to maintain. You can prune that and manage that and bring things in and out of that in a very conscious way, whereas those who um, you know, are only holding sight of the top three sort of things in, in their life are losing track of what we find to be anywhere from 50 to 70 other multi-step discrete outcomes, anything from 10 to 30 other areas of focus that may also matter to them. So um, it's gonna, there's going to be a big shift, and GTD really... Uh, to me, handles big shifts well if you're doing your weekly review, if you're keeping your project list up to date, and if you're being really judicious, right, about I'm committed to this, I'm not committed to that. You know, that's that's not something in my area. That's not something I do anymore. I'm letting that go to create room for this, whatever this is that's coming at us. Great stuff. Well, listen, we're coming to the end of our time. Um, any any sort of final you know final top tips uh, for the folks out there you know if they were going to sort of implement one thing or think about one thing in preparation for the end of lockdown what would you leave them with what's the what's the key idea you know uncertainty is kind of the the nature of the world I think we've just gotten a really big dose of it in the last year um, but in 21 years of doing of using the GTD methodology I've certainly found that probably one of the biggest most important elements of dealing with with big change, both positive and negative, right? Capitalizing on opportunity as well as mitigating uh, the unforeseen unpleasantness that life sometimes throws us uh, is this ability to rapidly renegotiate, right? To to really have a have a clear but permeable membrane between committed and not to be able to move stuff into, for example, an incubation state when it's just not possible to do certain things, to relegate good ideas to good ideas when actually you need to focus elsewhere. Um, it's both what keeps, you know, what has kept me sane and what has allowed me uh, to be as successful as I, as I want to be, according to my own terms and definitions of what that is. So, Get clear. Get clear on a weekly basis in the weekly review what you're committed to and not. Is it a project or is it a nice idea? Is it something you really ought to be focused on or are you just trying to please someone else and live someone else's life? You know, it's, it's really important to understand what is your active set of commitments and what's that going to do for you in terms of your ability to deal with, with life as it, as it flows in. What about you, Todd? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I'm just thinking that one of the things that has been um, 
that's that's so gratifying is to in in all of the ups and downs you know of that that we've gone through in terms of the pandemic in terms of you know the last twenty years of of um, of economic you know disturbance and 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 boom and bust and you know market movements and all that um, what's really interesting is how relevant GTD is right I mean it is it is future proof. It doesn't talk about go buy this app and that's your answer. It talks about um, frameworks for thinking that are, um, well, I was going to say as relevant, possibly more relevant today than they ever have been. Again, given the speed at which things are coming at us and the speed and the, the likely accelerating speed at which things are going to come at us after lockdown. And that's, um, that's in, in some ways, it's, uh, you know, it will be a challenging world, but it's incredibly reassuring to know that whatever comes our way, you know, we've got a way to, um, you know, we've got the tools for reacting to it in ways that will um, that will leave us in the place, in the in the, the the maximally optimal place, if that's a phrase, right? Given given everything, it, I'm not saying everything that happens to us will be pleasant. Everything that happens to us will be unchallenging, but it will be, you know, will be will be as prepared as we can be, and we'll come up with outcomes which are as positive as as they can be, um, and end up uh, again. With a with a good GTD system in practice, maximizing the chances that those outcomes come come to pass. So, yeah. So I'm feeling I'm feeling quite well equipped. <laughs> I look forward to working with folks to help to make sure that they are as well. Well, thank you all. Thank you for being with us today for this Change Your Game with GTD podcast. If you haven't already, please do subscribe. Um, we keep a uh, uh, we keep a very keen eye on that number, as you might imagine, and we have and our goal is to continue to provide you with lots of incredibly high quality content. That's that's our desired outcome. As well, what I'd suggest if you'd like to get um, to make sure that you're on uh, the list to make sure, to to hear from us not only when we produce podcasts but also when we do blogs and and produce other kinds of content around GTD, then head over to our website. You can find us at next action. .co.uk. Um, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll find a uh, you'll find a place where you can sign up for our uh, for our newsletter list. We look forward to being in touch in the future, um, Robert. Great to talk to you as always, and uh, we'll talk to all of you next time. Bye for now. <laughs>